Welcome. Welcome to the AV Forums Podcast Extra, presented by Phil Hinton. Welcome to the third AV Forums Podcast Extra. Coming up, we have the usual DVD and gaming news and reviews, as well as taking a closer look at the new AV Play website. But before all of that... This week's... Audio-Visual News. And we start with some worrying news for traditional hi-fi sales after surprising figures were launched in Japan this week. Figures show that in the last five years, units being shipped and sold had fallen from over 3 million to just 1.9 million in 2005. However, mobile music units playing audio files rose to an astonishing 4.8 million in the last nine months of the year. Looking at the new trends, it's not surprising that companies such as Denon and Yamaha are promoting their traditional hi-fi units now support docking stations and chargers for mobile music devices. We may have seen the end of full-scale hi-fi production as we know it. And we have even more news on the Humble Sky TV box. They might be struggling to fulfil present HD orders, but Sky are looking at producing the most technically advanced receiver box yet. The futuristic receiver would allow users to edit video content from different program sources, select camera angles for sports broadcasts, and stream internet TV and content from websites. We wait with bated breath to see what they eventually come up with in the next few months. Toshiba are finally restocking dealers stateside with more HD DVD players, which will be available at over 5,000 outlets by the end of the year. It's also been announced that HD DVD software sales figures have also been very good with all released titles doing well at the tills. And not to be outdone, Sony has announced that there will be a massive fanfare launch of Blu-ray at the end of this month in the US. Although boasting that they didn't want to have a restricted launch, a snipe at Toshiba's staggered rollout of HD DVD, they then promptly told the gathered press that Blu-ray players will be restricted to Sony centres only. And to put a further dampener on proceedings, Pioneer has announced that they will not be launching any hardware machines on launch day. Instead, it looks likely that Pioneer's machines will arrive towards the end of the year. At this rate, I think we'll be lucky to see any Blu-ray devices at all. And to round off the news this week is the rather surprising move by Universal and Warner Brothers to start allowing legal downloads of their movie content on the internet. Both companies are presently talking over their approaches with various internet companies like Yahoo and Google. The companies state that they must move with the times and offer their content in more progressive ways, such as downloading. We wait for pricing and details on how the system will work in practice, and as ever, we'll give you more news as we get it. The AV Forums Podcast Extra. Extra. DVD. News. In this week's Region 1 DVD news is yet another release for the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Packaged as the two-disc Ultimate Edition, it will include a new commentary track with the stars of the movie, a chance to listen to the previously available commentary with the director, which was first released on the Pioneer DVD from a few years ago, as well as a host of extras including the documentary by David Gregory. Four Blu-ray discs have been announced by Sony Pictures for release on August 15th. There are no details yet available on what extras will be included, 
but the titles are Memento, The Big Hit, Sense and Sensibility and Black Hawk Down. In Region 2 news, we get ready for some real 80s guff in the form of Magnum PI Season 4 and Quantum Leap Season 4 from Universal Playback on the 26th of June. Both box sets include all the episodes from each season across six DVD discs. Buena Vista has announced the July 17 release for Lost Season 2 on UK DVD, a full three months before the US release. And now the bad news. It will only include the first 12 episodes and will retail at around $34.99. Is this a vain attempt to yet again fleece Region 2 buyers? After all, online retailers are taking orders for the complete season box sets from the US at the very same price. We'll let you decide on that one. And to round off this week's DVD news is the announcement that the Da Vinci Code will hit Region 2 DVD in October. There are no details on specifications at this time, but it looks like this summer's first blockbuster will be flying off the shelves in the autumn. This week's DVD Reviews What's your day like? I have to find a guitar teacher for Sarah, pay some bills, and schlepping the kids. I don't deserve you. Somebody's been trying to hack in and compromise my identity. You think somebody got my information off the internal network? Don't worry about this. I'll clean it up. Is somebody gonna get that? She has beautiful eyes, your daughter. What? I want to know why you're doing this. I don't want to know now! I need you to talk to your husband. He listens to you. If he doesn't do exactly as I ask, I will kill you and your two children. Harrison Ford is back on DVD this month in Firewall. Playing the part of Jack Stanfield, he's the head of IT security for a major bank. He's good at his job and knows the bank inside out, making a prime target for Bill Cox, a criminal mastermind who wants to get his hands on millions of other people's money. Cox and his cohorts kidnap and hold Jack's family hostage blackmailing him into entering the bank's secure network and draining bank accounts for their benefit. When it becomes apparent that he may never get his family back, even if he does what the robbers want, Jack has to use his wits, his fists and his technical skills to take control and save them all. Firewall is presented with a crisp and clean and very broad 2.40 to 1 aspect ratio. Detail is excellent throughout with solid clarity, light softness, no noticeable edge enhancement and no grain. The picture is devoid of any digital artefacting and free from print damage in the way of scratches and dirt. The colour scheme is quite restricted because the movie is mostly set indoors or at night, but the palette is very well represented, with good tones and blacks that are solid. Overall, it's a very nice polished video presentation. We get a decent Dolby Digital 5.1 track to accompany the movie. It kicks off well enough with a superb non-vocal edit of Massive Attack's Angel playing across the credits, giving you a taste of how good the audio mix is going to be. Extras are also well represented here with plenty to keep fans busy with high production values for all but the trailer. Don't watch this before seeing the movie as it nearly gives everything away. So Firewall is a solid Harrison Ford vehicle and bodes well for the fourth instalment of the Dr. Jones franchise, which hopefully will be with us soon. The movie scores 7 out of 10. Oh my god. Jane 
plans. I'm done talking. Jack has broken our agreement and decided not to cooperate. Don't you ever touch my children again. I just hacked into your accounts. That's impossible. You just lost 20 million. Now you know what it feels like to lose what you love. The network just crashed. Get out of car, Jack! Your family are dead. They are dead! You get the money. When I get my family. This week's DVD Reviews. Did you do something new? I added peas. Ah, peas. She was mesmerizing. She was unpredictable. Now, there's no mystery. There's this huge space between us, and it just keeps filling up. Hello, John. I need your expertise. I think I can get two hours to kill. The target is a direct threat to the firm. You've got to be kidding. It's unbelievable. This part is not your wife. She's the enemy. She tried to kill me. They all try to kill you. Slowly, painfully, cripplingly. How are you going to handle it? I'm going to borrow this. I like where your head's at. This month sees the release of the much-anticipated Mr. and Mrs. Smith unrated. John and Jane Smith are in therapy. Although they look like a particularly photogenic couple, their home lives are much more revealing. They hardly ever talk, hardly ever have sex, and just about the most interesting part of their relationship appears to involve introducing peas into their meals. They both purport to have mundane jobs, but of course the secret they hide from each other is the fact they're both secret operatives for different factions of the intelligence world, yet both have no idea of the other's role. So this is the unrated version of the movie, which adds in extra scenes and scene extensions. And to go into detail here may spoil things if you've yet to catch the film, so head over to Kaz Harlow's review at AV Play to read what they are. Mr. and Mrs. Smith Unrated is presented with an anamorphic 235 to 1 aspect ratio, which looks absolutely superb. However, we should point out at this moment in time that the transfer looks exactly the same as the original DVD release. And this release also comes with two outstanding six-speaker surround soundtracks in Dolby 5.1 and DTS 5.1. The DTS has a slight edge in terms of power. Dialogue comes across from the frontal array, but the effects spin all around you, from crashes and massive explosions to, of course, ballistic gunplay. The extra features are also very well presented and certainly worth watching. Again, more detail is available in the official AV Player review. So overall, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a sleek, stylish and very entertaining action comedy, pitting two of Hollywood's biggest stars against each other and letting the sparks fly. If you already own the original DVD release, it's probably not worth double dipping. But if you've yet to catch this on DVD, then we highly recommend this edition. The movie scores 8 out of 10. You still alive, baby? The AV Forum's Podcast Extra Gaming News with Neil Gardhas. First up, if you're an avid Call of Duty 2 player on Xbox 360 and a fan of the group Korn, you may be interested to hear that you can have the opportunity to play with lead singer Jonathan Davis. To do this, log on to Xbox Live between 8.45 and 9.45pm on Saturday the 10th of June and add the gamer tag X 360 with a space between Korn and X360 and who knows, maybe you'll get an invite to play. 
Staying with the Xbox 360, for those who didn't know, the spring update has just been launched, boasting around 125 new capabilities such as a download manager, smoother DVD movie playback and enhanced playback of video files from the marketplace. More information can be found on this on the official Xbox site. Log on at xbox.com forward slash live. PS2 owners may be disheartened to learn that GTA Liberty City Stories has slipped from its June the 7th release date. But don't fret as it's only slipped by two weeks with the release date now of the 23rd. No word as to why of the slippage but it could be so it's not lost off people's radars due to World Cup fever. Finally, PSP owners may rejoice with the news that one of the coolest characters ever to grace a console is making an appearance soon. Earthworm Jim will be appearing on the handheld console and while it will no doubt contain elements of the first two games, it will also have a two-player competitive mode, new puzzles and playground-like levels. No firm release date as yet, but the good news is that Atari is planning to develop a whole range of Jim-related titles for handheld, online and next-gen systems over the next five years. Sweet. Your DVD resource, avplay.com. Launched on the 31st of May and boasting a huge database of DVD reviews as well as the latest news, AV Play is the latest addition to the AV Forum's family of websites. Joining us to discuss what AV Play is all about is website developer and owner of AV Play and AV Forums, Stuart Wright. Hello, Stuart. Hello, Phil. So why did you develop AV Play and what was the thinking behind such a move? Okay, well, uh, AV Forums ha- had got an awful lot of very high-quality DVD reviews on it. I can say high-quality because it isn't me who's written them. The uh, review team have written some fantastic reviews, um, fascinating reading. And they're very popular, I think, on the AV Forums. The problem that we got was that as the number of reviews rose... Uh, it became more difficult for people to find the reviews they wanted. So the next logical step was to develop AV Play where we could provide a a useful, easy-to-use, powerful search engine so that people could find the the reviews they want. And at the same time, we could uh, then add extra features to the website, such as favorite movie lists, and thereby giving people uh, access to the reviews more easily. Moving the reviews away from the AV Forums forum engine itself does mean that people have to go to what is in effect a different website for the reviews, but hopefully we can make the uh, the reviews uh, easy to find for forum members. We've got plenty of links to the DVD reviews, and overall I think uh, what we're doing is offering people the DVD review information they want in the easiest way that we can to them. What will AV Play offer the reader that some other review websites maybe don't? Uh, that's a good question because of course there are a lot of DVD review websites out there and my experience in building successful websites is that um, you need to offer something different. I believe that the combination of having such good reviews, very in-depth, not so long that people find them uninteresting because I think they're a perfect length. And also combined with quite a flexible and powerful search engine uh, means that we'll provide people with reviews 
the kind of reviews that I think are most interesting to read, written by enthusiasts. Also, uh, we hope to be able to provide uh, reviews most of the time before the DVDs are actually out. And because of the uh, popularity of the AV forums, hopefully we can bring in a lot of uh, support from uh, DVD review suppliers and PR companies, which mean that we, we get uh, the news and reviews uh, in a very timely fashion. Um, hopefully um, that and uh, the presentation of the website, which uh, the credit for I put down to the input from the reviewers, will, will, will mean that we have a, a winning DVD and a game review website. Are there any special features to the website? Um, yes, and there are plenty more in the pipeline. I think one of the big strengths is the power of the search engine. Of course, it's, it's based around uh, a... Uh, SQL database for the non-technical people that's probably one of the best ways I think of, of, of storing information it means that uh, once the information is in there you can present it in so many different ways so you can search for m movies by genre you can do searches for actors directors it's basically down to being able to uh, find the reviews you want um, by a variety of different ways and we also give the option of picking a completely random DVD as well if you want to have a punt at that come up with something that you might not normally look for uh, and there are lots of other features in the pipeline to uh, to make it more interesting such as the BFI and AFI top uh, 100 movies lists uh, are going to be added very shortly So what is My AV Play? the tabs there, what does it actually do when you click it? Uh, well, first of all, um, there's a preferences tab which allows you to specify what type of media you're interested in. So, say for example, uh, you're not interested in uh, games, then you can uncheck that tab and you will uh, not be presented with any news or reviews pertaining to games. And maybe if you're switched off by the uh, high-definition revolution, uh, you can uncheck the HD DVD and Blu-ray tabs. So again, you will never be presented with news or reviews relating to that media. So that's the Preferences tab. allows you to set up what you do and don't want to see. The Favourite Movies tab is obviously pretty uh, self-explanatory. Uh, you go through the list of movies on AV Play and add them to your favourite movies list. You can then easily reorder them. I've built my own collection of favourite movies in the process of developing AV Play. And what I like is being able to see a, an ordered list of the movies and say, OK, what do I like best, Alien or Predator? Hmm, OK, Alien more than Predator. So I can enter a number which specifies what order the movies are arranged in. And I think that's a really nice, interactive, easy way to uh, create a, a favourites list. And the same applies to the, the other tab which we have, which is um, a DVD collection, which allows you to uh, add those DVDs that we have in our database uh, to, to your collection. Of course, we don't have every single DVD in the, in the world in our uh, database. We do have well over 6,000 and uh, 
pretty soon I, I um, plan to add buttons uh, which when pressed will fire an email um, for people to ask to add particular uh, movies and DVDs to our database so that they can add them into their collection and into their favorites list. So it'll be a way for people to request reviews and information about their favorite uh, DVDs. So that's the My AV Play tab. As the, uh, the site uh, matures, uh, of course, we have the scope to add um, my game collection, uh, my favorite games, and uh, other interesting interactive pages like that. So do you see interactivity being a, a major part of the website then? Yeah, I think that's it's an important element, I think, of, of uh, any successful website is for people to feel involved in it. Of course, AV Forums is a, a community and, and uh, AV Forums really is the community. And it's being able to create uh, your own content on a site is something that, that makes people feel part of the community. So by being able to create your own lists of favorite movies and DVDs, etc., on AV Play means that you know people will hopefully use the site, feel that they're part of it, which of course they are, um, and it'll help uh, build the community on AV Play as well as the AV Forums. So what do you hope AV Play will achieve over time? I hope AV Play becomes an enormously successful website. Of course I do. I think the reviews on there deserve to have a big audience because they are really good reviews. And so AV Play is a platform to bring uh, these fantastic reviews to people. And I hope that these reviews get the audience they deserve. They deserve uh, to be read by lots and lots of people because they're so good. Stuart, thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Thank you very much. No problem, Phil. The highest definition. 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 This is the AV Forums Podcast. And that wraps up another podcast extra. If you'd like to leave us feedback on any item within the podcast or just your comments, then please visit the Feedback Forum or you could take advantage of our new interactive feedback feature. Just call the number 0208 123 9587 and leave your comments on the answer machine. And who knows, we may just even use your comments within the podcast. And we're currently running a debate on the HD DVD versus Blu-ray format war. And if you have any comments you would like to raise on this subject, then just phone the same number, that's 0208 123 9587 to leave your message. If you use Skype, you can also voice message by calling AV Forums Podcast, which is all one word. Don't forget that Jason is back next Thursday with the rest of the podcast team for podcast number eight, and we discuss the LCD versus plasma argument, along with the latest news and reviews. This is Phil Hinton saying thanks for listening, stay subscribed, and please tell your friends. The AV Forums Podcast Extra was written and presented by Phil Hinton. The gaming news was presented by Neil Gardhouse and written by Damon Dove. Original music by Andrew Bassett. The AV Forums Podcast Extra was mixed and produced by Phil Hinton, and the senior producer was Stuart Wright. All content, including sound clips and music, is copyright material and used for promotional use only. The AV Forums Podcast Extra is copyright M2N Limited. Mm-hmm.